Welcome to the Aspieland Podcast. I'm your host, John Allen. Come with me on an adventure into the world of Asperger's Syndrome, also called Autism Spectrum Disorder. Everyone is welcome here, whether you have the disorder or you're interested in learning more about it. We're here to help you understand, share, and relate. We're just about to get started, so come on in. Welcome once again to Aspieland. I'm your host, John Allen. Hey, and I'm Kathy, joining you once again. I'm so excited to be joining you once again. Yeah, this is really good. I really uh, like when we have to do these things together. And we're doing a special one. As a matter of fact, we're going to do two special shows. One will be uh, right now, uh, this podcast. <laughs> this, yes, as this, we speak. As we speak. One we're going to do right now. And then one week from when this posts, there'll be another one, which is the second part of our two-part series on the holidays. Yes. Now, before we get into that, let me thank each and every one of you for being a listener. Yes, and we just feel so privileged that you take time to listen to the show and uh, join us in this conversation, and uh, we can all learn together. That's true. That's true. This is a podcast, by the way, for everyone. It doesn't matter if you have Asperger's Syndrome Autism Spectrum Disorder or if you're a neurotypical. We want to help you understand the neurotypical world and how to function within it And for neurotypicals, we want to help you understand autism spectrum disorder and Asperger's syndrome. We're going to talk about the holidays, and there are a lot more holidays than we think about. Here in the U.S., we have Thanksgiving, which we just finished up. And Native American Heritage Day, which is new, which is today. That is today. Yes, while we are recording. That is while we were recording as we speak. There's obviously the Christmas holiday and... Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and Box Day, which is one I didn't know anything about, but that's really cool. Uh, St. Lucia Day, St. Nicholas Day, Las Posadas, and St. Stephen's Day. There's a whole plethora of holidays right around this time of year, so we thought it might be a good idea to talk about those things that kind of bother those of us who have Asperger's Syndrome and Autism Spectrum Disorder. And for you, as a neurotypical to help us out. Right, because for everyone, the holidays, there's a lot of expectation with them. And I think sometimes brings an added stress. With the expectations, there's often uh, places you need to be or want to be. It's been difficult with COVID, obviously, and the variant. And, you know, there's food and maybe gifts are involved and maybe seeing people you don't normally associate with. And there's a lot more, and I hadn't thought about it before, a lot more visual stimulus, which for me, I love all the lights and the extra music and, you know, activity and energy that comes with it. But I think we have found that that can be very stressful for you. Yes, yes. (laughs) Can and like can you said, and does. They, yes, that's true, especially the anticipation part that you just mentioned because I didn't even think of that, but that's a precursor to the actual holiday, right? Right, and I have, and this may or may not be something related to being on the spectrum, I think it can happen with anybody, is maybe building up the mental anxiety of the anticipation of the event or. Yeah 
the stress. And as I look back on past holidays with our family, I noted there were times where you would disappear like, oh, I've got to do a project at church, or you would you would literally disappear during the preparation. I mean, you would do some you would do a lot of the decorating and whatever when nobody was around or I was at work in the quiet, but when things started to amp up, you know, and the countdown was happening to whatever event, you would be gone. <laughs> I'd sneak off into the night. No, yeah. I wouldn't sneak, but I would kind of go off to myself just to have that space. I'm not sure if it was to prepare for it. You know how we've talked about in previous podcasts about finding a calm space to be in as you anticipate a get together. And well, oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't I'm going to interrupt, but That's I was okay. just thinking that before we understood that you were on the spectrum. You were really hiding <laughs> as far as I oh, was yeah. concerned because I yeah, would be calling, yeah. when are you coming home? When are you coming home? And you were doing a, a good thing or a project or something, but it was like, we have people showing up in an hour. Where are you? You know, <laughs> and and we you might not have understood then that what was going on underneath. So now you've been learning to make adjustments. Yeah, we've unearthed that. And yes. so that has become... <laughs> And now, it it's, now it's a boulder sitting in the <laughs> middle of the room. Um, uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about real quick was the stress of having people over. And like you said, some people you haven't even seen for either a great deal of time or you don't know. And having them all in a get-together where everybody's jovial, happy. And, or not. <laughs> well, yeah, depends right. on who they are. Um, <laughs> but it, it, it kind of uh, really reacts for us on the spectrum because we have this, ah, yikes, too much thing going on. And I wanted to see what you thought of that. Did you have any ideas as to how you as a neurotypical can help, say, an Aspie to deal with that? Well, again, you know, knowledge is power only when you're actually using the knowledge. So it helps to know that scenarios that I might find joy in create anxiety for you. So having that opportunity to give you space and not being like, for example, we were out to eat yesterday and it was loud and it was noisy and it was spaced out and people, it was being safe, but it was a lot of, uh, I could barely hear, you know, we could barely hear the conversations at the, at the table we were at. And I know that in years past, I would have been upset that you were zoned out, but now I know you were just trying to survive in that environment. So I wasn't angry. Yeah. But I, so yeah. that was to me helpful. And I think, and we're still working at this, I think, especially in the last couple of years, because you actually were diagnosed in the middle of the COVID lockdowns mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and super duper spacing. So everything had been tamped down quite a bit as far as uh, outside stimulation. But as we're getting back into the swing of this, I think I know creating space so then I'm not upset, but then asking you, can you do this now before they, you know? And yes, and, and I appreciate that only, be, not at the time, but <laughs> I do appreciate it because I realize that you're trying to create space for later. Yes. You know this is coming. I'm not quite as, uh, <laughs> I walk around oblivious all the time anyway, but... Um, <laughs> 
it helps me later because I'm able to handle it. At least it's enough right. things that it done. keeps things down to where I'm not sitting at a near meltdown level mm -hmm. um, with everything that's going on because mm -hmm. of all the stimulus that I have right, right. in my head. Right. And, uh, well, and let me ask you a question. What are you doing mentally so that you're not, you know, we've had times in the past where, you know, I've seen you get agitated and then amp up and then you end up biting someone's head off at the end of the, you know, whatever. And so that's a mental exercise in whatever you get, a, like an irritant, like it's poking at you or scratching at oh, you. Oh, that's exactly what it's yeah. like. It's like somebody poking you in the back with a cattle prod or something, you know, and you're sitting there going, uh, 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 and it jabs in your head. Exactly. And, and it just starts to become like a toothache or something <laughs> yeah, where you just right. can't get rid of it. And then all of a sudden you just decide, yeah, I can't, I can't deal with this. So, and you end up either blowing up or you end up hiding mm -hmm. one of the two to just to keep the meltdown away. Uh, because the blowing up is part of the releasing of that. Right, right, right. That stress. So, but right now, with the knowledge you have of what's going on, what are you putting into place that's helping you survive as we step out I, into I try more? To, I try to find little places where I can just sit, just for a short period of time. Mm -hmm. Because it depends on how soon the, all the folks are going to show up. But mm -hmm. usually an hour or so before... I'll find something that will relax me, that helps me kind of calm down because I know it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And partly after a while being an Aspie, you learn to just start to try not to think about it. You, try, you find something else to do that you don't mind doing. And what that does is it distracts you enough that you don't and you don't sit there and dwell on it mm -hmm. because I think that's part of the, the process of getting you all ramped up you dwell on it too much mm -hmm. and then it becomes a problem before you even got started. Right. So I try to do something, maybe little things, picking up here or picking up there or at worst, I'll just pick up my iPod and play a game of Mahjong just to, okay, you know, this is mindless. IPad, but... Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. It's, but it's kind of a Vernacular. mind. It, yeah. It's kind of a mindless thing that you do uh, to take care of that. That's kind of something everybody has stress with anticipation. But from your perspective, do you feel that has been something that you've had to like challenge yourself to address? Yes. Having the Asperger syndrome and autism spectrum disorder, you tend to have this ongoing anxiety fight with mm -hmm. something that's coming up. You're just kind of dreading it to some degree. Mm -hmm. you, you get excited about it. That's kind of nice. But then again, you're just like, oh, I hope somebody doesn't bring up this, or I hope they don't do this, or if they do this, there's going to be a lot of people, and I don't know how to, you know, mm -hmm. stuff like that that you just have to anticipate. And some of it you can work out in your head, but some of it you just got to get away and chill so that your anxiety levels are as far down as they can get. Mm -hmm. So that when they do come up, they don't come up and hit the roof and all, you know, whatever comes out. So do you find you do that better by, by silence or quiet or? Quiet works best for me. Now, other people may have other things that they like to do. Quiet works well. Music works well. If I sit quiet and play a game and those things work well for me. 
But there are a whole lot of other ways that those of us who have Asperger's syndrome and autism spectrum disorder can ease that stress of anticipation. And some of those ways are finding those comfortable places where they have already figured out, these are nice places I need to go to de-stress. Well, then do it ahead of time and then de-stress so that you're as relaxed as you can be when you go into it. Because mm -hmm. if you go into it with a lot of stress and anxiety to begin with, you're going to flip out once the party gets going and all mm -hmm. that good stuff. Right, right. And speaking of parties, the next topic we have is the stress of having a party. Yes. Which is having a lot of people and a lot of sound and a lot of things to and do. it may not even be a lot, just more than <laughs> two. Yeah, <laughs> two that's people. true. And it depends. <laughs> It depends on right. the level that you're able to handle. Yes. If you've got a big family of 12, mm -hmm. you know that's going to be a lot of noise. Right. Then again, and you can have three people over and have the TV going and have this going and have that going. Mm -hmm. And now you've got a whole big mishmash yes. of stuff. And when you're in that situation where you have those parties, you have to find ways to release your stress. If you can't get away from the sound or the noise, you kind of have to play these mental games in your head to, to mm -hmm. say, it's okay. It's all right. Give mm -hmm. me a chair. Let me sit for a minute mm -hmm. and I'll be fine. Mm -hmm. But now you can enlighten me, but it might look like it to a neurotypical, like you're leaving the party. You don't want to have anything to do with anybody. That's not true. It's just when we... You've reached a limit. Right. You reach a limit and then that's all you can do. Well, and I think the point of us having the discussion is to educate everyone to the fact that yes we have had in the past we've you know gone to places and you've made sure that you kind of park yourself in the back of the room and at one point when we didn't understand or I didn't understand that would irritate me or it does come across to people that you're avoiding or ignoring. It can come across if people don't understand that this is just a way for you to be able to enjoy the time as much as you can. Right. And so I think that's a helpful piece of information. I think anybody, neurotypical or on the spectrum, anybody, you know, we can worry about family gatherings because, you know, we're living in a moment. We don't know what's going to happen and we don't have any way to control that. That can right. be hard for people who struggle with anxiety Certainly, and yeah. depression. We can't control everything or anything, hardly. <laughs> we can control ourselves, barely. And sometimes. there's that, that measure of, of not knowing what's going to come up. Right. And, but, the surprise that hits us. You exactly. Know? And so those moments where I think it's valuable for anybody to whatever works for people, you know, prayer, meditation, getting to where you're realizing I'm here right now. This is the moment I'm in. I'm breathing, you know, sometimes breathing exercises, getting yourself yeah. in the moment. Right can for anybody kind of quell some of the anxiety yeah. that can happen. And people, different personalities, they get a whole lot of energy from interactions and people and whatever, personality-wise, where for introverts, they can do it, but it's exhausting. It's right. exhausting. So that's right. kind of a different conversation, but I think we want to be open to the fact that we're all bringing a bunch of different things to the table, yes. so to speak, literally yes. and figuratively. And I think one of the things we need to think about is if you're going to have a party and you're going to have this get-together 
you know, the holidays, just bring that along, whatever mm -hmm. the holiday is, mm -hmm. and you're going to have some of that. So make a plan, a little bit of a plan to say, okay, I know this is coming. Yes. And I'm, I'm aware of it. What can I do to get some relief if things get stressed out? Yes. Or what yes. can I do right now to prepare yes. for this or that? Yeah. You know. So, and I think this is something to share. We can decide whether you want to share it or not. But the fact that you did your things and you did, were doing, you were on your roll, you know. Yeah, you were I was, doing, I was your doing thing my thing. Yeah. And had everything ready. And then you forgot to put the potatoes. I mean, you forgot to turn on the, <laughs> the stove. Yeah. And so people are coming and, and I they didn't have the stove on. That yes, was real smart. I'm like, yeah. did you want the stove on? So, anyway, oh, and, yeah, and, and, but I, I did notice. So I step back and just, okay, I guess we'll turn on the stove, <laughs> let them cook, because that would be helpful. But I stepped <laughs> back because I could tell you were starting to get riled. Yeah. You were not acting out of control, but I could tell your tensions were... Starting to go up. They were, yeah. they were up. Yeah. And so, and I could tell whatever was happening with you. So, okay, okay let that happen. I, we, we, we had created your space where you could do your thing yes. that you were doing. And I yes. didn't, I wasn't going to try to fix it. It right. was a thing that happened. Right. No big deal. Nobody yeah. was, you know. And I, and I appreciated the way you did that because it just kind of gave me space to swim, so to speak, in my little lake yes. of anxiety or whatever. And, <laughs> and then you could swim yes. in your calm waters over here. <laughs> I could have separately. <laughs> yes. I could be in the separate lake yes, of things. My own true. anxiety. <laughs> but it worked real well. And sometimes those of us who are in a neurodiverse marriage mm -hmm. um, can find things like that to work things out, uh, mm -hmm. especially for holidays where things get tense. Things get, there's a lot happening. Yeah. Okay. I think we probably are at a point where we can wrap this up. Yes. Yes. We're, in fact, we're just about out of time for this, the first part in our two-part series on the holidays. We'll pick it up again next week. So look for that on your portable device. Yes. And it'll show up. And um, if this sparks any conversation in your home or you have any thoughts or suggestions, we would love to hear about oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That would be really cool. Please remember to go to the website, aspieland.org, and hit the subscription page and just subscribe real quick. It only takes a minute, and it helps keep you in contact with us. And you can always contact us, obviously, by email, john at aspieland.org, or at the other address, which is aspieland.org at gmail.com. Please feel free to talk to us about anything. We keep it confidential, so... Uh, if you have any questions or anything you're concerned about, that's the place to do it. Mm -hmm. So we'll see you all next week yes. right here in Aspieland. Thanks for listening to the Aspieland podcast. If you like this podcast, pass the word. This podcast is for everyone, whether you have Asperger's syndrome or not. Because the more who listen, the better our opportunity to become more sensitive and compassionate, not only to those who have the disorder, but to all humankind as well. Thanks for visiting, and I hope you'll listen again. <laughs>